0: which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. When Kitty and Colu emerge from the jungle acting on orders from Jim, they prepare to investigate the planters. The first stop on their list is the home of Doc Beard. Little does the poor, unsuspecting Kitty know when she meets this kindly, prosperous plantation owner that he is in reality the sinister J-7, the saboteur Jim has sworn to capture. J-7, working under his alias as Doc Beard, gives Kitty and Kolo a warm welcome and extends to them every hospitality. He poses as a great friend of Colonel Barrett's, the head of the Army Intelligence Post, and completely wins Kitty's confidence. Jungle Jim, deep in the jungle, has struck his first blow against the hostile Indians, allies of the sinister J-7. Preying upon their fear and superstition, he captures one of them and hauls him into the tree. Terrorized by the strange disappearance of one of their number, the Indians scurry back into the jungle with Jim hot on their trail. In the meantime, back at J. Seven's home... Well, Mrs. St. John,
1: do I understand you'll accept my humble hospitality and make this your headquarters?
2: It's really awfully kind of you, Mr. Beard. What's more, it's a very tempting offer. This is quite a cozy house you have.
1: Well, I've tried to make it as homelike as possible. But I must confess, I enjoy my comfort... And even though I'm a long way from civilization, I think I've succeeded in making this place really livable.
2: A little too much so, I'm afraid. It'd be an awful temptation to spend most of my time here.
1: Then I can count on you remaining here for a while, eh?
2: Why not? Colonel Barrett and the Army Intelligence said that you would allow us to use your home as headquarters when you understood that we were associated with them in an urgent case. And since you've so warmly welcomed us... I can't very well refuse your hospitality. Well, then
1: that's all settled, then. Now, perhaps you'd like to go to your room and refresh yourself after your long journey while I make arrangements for dinner.
2: Very well, Mr. Beard, but please don't go to any trouble now. Trouble?
1: Oh, nonsense. It'll be a pleasure, I assure you. Just follow me, Mrs. St. John. Your room is up the stairs, the second door to your left.
2: That's all right, Mr. Beard. You don't have to come. I'll find it all right.
1: I've had my servants put your things up there and make everything ready for you. If there's anything you need, just call.
2: I will. Thank you so much, Mr. Beard.
1: What luck. What incredible luck. Such a beautiful break to have her and the Hindu right where I want them. Sooner or later, they'll bring him here. And then my plans will be complete. What luck. Nothing in the world will stop me now. Hmm. Signal from the tunnel. What's happened now? Hmm. Perhaps they've got that foolhardy jungle Jim Bradley for me. Yes, perhaps they have. Well, I shall go see.
3: Master. I have been waiting to tell you Pedro is below in the cellar, master. Uh, How in the
1: devil did he get there? How many times have I told them not to use the tunnel? Why did you let them in?
3: Uh, I saw the signal, master. Pedro said he must see you. Very important, he see you quick. Very
1: well, I'll go. But tell me, have you taken care of the lady's manservant? Yes,
3: master, I put him in servant's house.
1: Good. Remember, watch him every minute. Don't let him out of your sight. Yes, master. I want you to report to me every move he makes... You understand? Yes,
3: master. We will watch him very close, day and night.
1: See that you do. I'll go down to Pedro now. Now then, Pedro.
4: Out with it. What makes you disobey my orders and come through the tunnel? It is bad, master. Quinto is gone. Big white man, take him away. We'll not find him. What in the devil are you talking about? What do you mean, Quinto is gone? How did the white man take him away? That we do not know, master. We are hunting for a big white man and do not find him. But, Quinto, tell us, you say white man be in jungle, we must find him. We go hunt again. Quinto say he stay, watch temper, wait for white man to come back. Well, well, go on, go on. What happened then? Speak out, you fool. I take warriors. We hunt very good, not find white man. We come back, tell Quinto. But Quinto be gone too. Certainly, you dumb idiots. The white man came back surprised quinto and killed him. no 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 master that is not so we hunt carefully for sign of fire maybe see blood we hunt good no finds any sign if there be fight ground show marks the high grass be broken down there be blood but no no there is no sign nothing at all quinto just go that be all
1: now you listen to me pedro you talk like one of your women Quinto didn't just disappear in thin air. Yes,
4: yes, he see.
1: The white man must have crept up on Quinto from behind, struck him over the head before Quinto had a chance to cry out. Then the white man picked him up and carried him away.
4: That he could not do, for warriors make ring, right round clearing where campfire burned. White man could not escape. He must have escaped some way. If white man carry Quinto, Quinto heavy, white man would make deep tracks in soft ground. We hunt good, not find tracks, any tracks, no tracks at all of white man, not find Quinto. And then what happened? Oyers be afraid. Say white man work with devil magic, work with the evil ones. Oyers be afraid, run into jungle, run home to village, speak with medicine man. Ah, you're fools, all of you. There's no devil magic. The white man does not work with the evil ones, for there are no evil ones. They're only
1: foolish ones, like you. Yes, you, Pedro white man has made fools of all of you.
4: You, the great tribe of warriors and hunters. Bah! You're like
1: old women.
4: Master. You, master, speak evil of my people. They be brave warriors. Good hunters. You. You, master, you come with Pedro. We gather the hunters and show you white men will make magic. I have work to do
1: here. I'll find out how this white man makes fools of you. You, Pedro, remain here. I will come back tonight and bring you the white man's secret. Stay here. Do not move until I return tonight. Yes, if you come into the library, Mr. St. John, we'll have our coffee in here
2: coffee in the library. Why, of course. Why, Mr. Beard, you make me feel as if I was home in San Francisco instead of the jungle country of Central America. That dinner of yours was fit for a queen.
1: Well, thank you, Mrs. St. John. i try that armchair. Thank it's you. Very comfortable. You know, I feel rather guilty enjoying all this without your associate, Mr. Bradley, being here to share it with
2: us. Yes, it is rather a pity. But then I assure you, Mr. Beard, Jungle Jim is perfectly at home where he is.
1: Tell me more about him, Mr. St. John. He must be a very interesting chap. How does he operate so successfully? For instance, on this trip, he's in very dangerous country. The Indians, you know. He's
2: perfected a plan to outwit the Indians, Mr. Beard. They're the least of his worries. He's after much bigger gain. the head of this saboteur plot.
1: I rather doubt his being able to outwit these Indians, Mrs. St. John. They're shrewd, clever, fearless people. Swift, deadly, and silent. They can creep within a foot of you in the jungles without ever being aware of their approach.
2: Not Jungle Jim, they can't, Mr. Beard. You see, he doesn't pitch a camp in the orthodox manner and sleep on the ground where he could be open to attack. He lives in the trees.
1: In the trees? Well, well, now, that is quite an idea.
2: Yes, and in order to escape possible detection. He wears a camouflaged suit of green buckskin that blends in perfectly with the surroundings.
1: Very clever. Very, very clever indeed. Yes, he must be quite a resourceful chap.
2: Yes. Jim uses his head every minute of the time. For instance, he's fully aware of the shrewd, native cunning of these Indians. But at the same time, he knows they are naive and superstitious. So he works on their superstitious fears. Oh, and
1: that is part of the plan? That you uh, spoke of?
2: Yes. Just after we left him, he built a big, smoky fire to attract the Indians. Then expertly camouflaged, he hid in the trees to watch for the Indians to come.
1: Oh, I see. They arrive and find the fire burning, but no trace of a camp. No sign of him, and they naturally become puzzled.
2: That's it. Then they search and hunt for him, but find no tracks or clues. When they don't find him, they begin to suspect he uses some kind of magic.
1: Exactly. And he starts then to play on their fears. Perhaps a hunter becomes careless, is separated from the others. And then swiftly and silently, Jim swoops down on him from above.
2: Yes. Yes. He drops a rope over them and hauls them up into the tree. When the other Indians look for him, well, to all intents and purposes, he has vanished into thin air.
1: Yes. Excellent campaign of silent terror, and one that would be very successful in arousing fear and panic among the Indians.
2: Naturally. And what's more, when he has made a capture, he takes the Indians' bows and arrows to use against them. That also adds to the terror.
1: Oh, yes, quite so. You know, Mr. St. John, I'm beginning to have a very healthy respect for this jungle Jim Bradley. (laughs) I hope I shall have the pleasure of meeting him soon. Uh... You expect him to come this way?
2: No. He's going to remain in the jungle, hoping that the Indians will eventually lead him to the hidden headquarters of the man who is the head of this sabotage plot.
1: Oh, I see. But, of course, he has no idea who this man is or, or what he looks like. I...
2: No. That's what makes the job so difficult. There isn't a single clue to work on. How
1: very unfortunate. Um, tell me, Mrs. St. John, why do you... Why do they think that this man is, uh, hiding in the jungle? <laughs> it's quite possible, you know, he may be a successful planter like any one of in this, in this area. A man, well, uh, why, a man like myself, perhaps.
0: It now appears that J7 has Kitty completely under his spell as she unwittingly reveals Jim's plans to him. Quite ignorant of the fact that this kindly old planter she knows as Doc Beard is really Jim's arch enemy and is plotting not only Jim's, but her own downfall. But Jim has not been idle. Armed with the captured Indian Quinto's bows and arrows, he swiftly pursues the panic-stricken Indians who flee toward their native village. When one of the Indians, not quite as fast as the rest, falls behind, Jim sees him ahead on the trail. With a burst of speed, Jim overtakes and flings himself bodily upon the Indian, knocking him to the ground. Surprised at the strange figure, the Indian cowers in fear. Oh,
3: save me, white man. Save me.
0: I'm going to spare your life if you tell me what I want to know.
3: Yeah.
5: Not only will I save you, but all your people, too. Save them from the evil of the white man who calls himself your leader.
3: You, you ask me, I tell you. You save me, white man. Good.
5: Now, where does the white man live who calls himself your leader?
3: I not know. Only two of my tribe know that secret. Pedro and Quinto.
1: Good. Where are they?
3: You spirit Quinto away from place where you light big fire. Pedro, he run far away to tell white chief you come.
5: You speak true. You do not know where Pedro goes to meet big white chief.
3: I speak true, white man. Pedro always go to Red Mountain, take trail into hill. Then we see him no more. There he meet chief where we not see. Red Mountain? Where is Red Mountain? You follow trail. Travel fast. Soon after sundown, you come to Red Mountain.
5: That's a good five-hour journey. I can make it all right. All right. Now you give me bow and arrows. Wait here. Do not follow me on trail.
3: Good. Here, I give you bow, arrows, knife. You go. I not follow. I stay here a long time. Then go to village. You go to Red Mountain, you look for trail to west. Pedro, take that trail to visit Big White Chief. Look on tree for mark like this. See?
5: Good. That looks like a J-7. Mm, that's not an Indian marking. Good, you stay here. I go on trail. At least I'm getting somewhere now. A trail that leads me to the man I want. The saboteur and the traitor. <laughs>
0: And leaving the terrified, bewildered Indian, Jim swiftly takes up the trail again. The trail he hopes will lead him to the sinister J-7, who even now is quietly worming out the last of the secrets of Jim's campaign from the guileless, unsuspecting kitty. Then he will set out to capture Jim, so don't miss the next exciting episode in The Adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures to be found in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of Cartoonland, like the all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follow the fun and frolics of Jigs and Maggie, the Little King, the immortal Donald Duck, as well as the exciting adventures of Flash Gordon and Jungle Jim. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly, which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at the same time next week over the same station. Be sure to tune in.